0: Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for the Kutelachas. Yeradea, Halek Shani, Hilchas Sefer Torah, Halacha Beys, Paragraph Yud Aleph. We dedicate the learning today, Le'ilu Nishmas, Yentefradl Basra Vishla Yeh, Harani Kaporas Mishgava, and for a complete Rafu Shalema for all those that need it, including Chavivachana Basgalia. Rochel, Rochel Baskalia, Galia, Ides bas Miriam Braindl, Michal Sora bas Hadassah, Moise Leib ben Chana Braindl, Shimon Eliezer ben Rochel, Yaakov Yeshua ben Freindl Rechel, Shlomo ben Mazel, Avram David ben Hana, Dovid Leib ben Shana, Gitaleah bas Frumet, Abi Vachaya bas Esfamendl, Doniel Yevishua ben Yentafrid of Lima, Mecha bas Hindaleah, Fruma bas Genessa, Yehudas Nechama bas Mariam. Pesia Baschai Esther, Borach Mordechai Tali, Avigail Broch of Ashira Doira, Hanna Basora, David Ley Ben Shena, Jakob Gershon Ben Sorochana, Ley Ben Genya, Ami Ben Chai Ben Yudis Gila, Unabora Ben Zavalea, Michal Basrifka, Dovaleo Benichal, Shimon Eloza Michal, Schleine Ben Rifka Chaim ben Rachel, Soramaya bas Sipgarifka, Riftah, ben Miriam Rus, Rachel Tziporah bas Bas Shua, Besoyach Shachol Ruchama bas Chavaruz, Sorry, Yehuda bas Zorah, Besoyach Shachol Yisrochama. Rab Nossel in the middle is speaking about Chumish Dvoren and how it relates to everything we've been learning about. Paragraph Yeraleth, Based on what we've been learning here, we'll be able to understand why we read Dvarim, the entire Chumish Dvarim, on the night of <clears throat> Because on Sukkos we show how we realize the great power that we have, that we were successful on Yom Kippur, that we were to have our sins forgiven and our sins converted to mitzvahs, to Torah. To the point where Hashem allows us to sit in His holy shade in the, in the sukkah, and we we use the the garbage of the of the field, the things that are not eaten, thrown out, the psoilus of the gorer and We use that for the shach of the holy sukkah, which is like we explained in the previous year. That's an example of the sins being converted to merits to good things. The the psoilis, which is the averis being used now for the holiest part of the sukkah, the schach. V'yalken, the sukkah boishan ar-Rabba, on utsrichen ligmar ha And therefore, on the last day of the holiday of sukkah, which is hoishan when we want to complete the seals, the two seals, remember, this halacha is based on chapter 22 in the Kutimran, which is called choisam betoi choisam, a seal within a seal. And in the beginning of the Halacha, we spoke about this. We spoke about the fact that Rabbeinizal speaks about a seal of the hands and a seals, a seal of the feet. And Rabbeinazal explains what these two chisims are. Rabnosinazal tells us that this is tied into the two chisams of the year. Yom Kippur is called the, the, the day of the Chassima, the Chasmeenu Bsefer Achaim, we say. And Hoshana Rabbah is called the second Chosam, the second seal. As it says in the Preetz time in the writings of the Arizal and Rosh Hashanah that on Hoshana Rabbah we're completing that second seal and all of this is dependent on emuna, on faith which we draw upon ourselves from the seven shepherds of the Jews, Shehem Shenichnasu These are our holy guests that have come into the sukkah throughout the seven days of sukkas. And Rabbenazal had explained in Likudim Ram that the way that we come close to these seven shepherds is through Aziz Dikdusha. Rabbeinu Zalvei quotes the Pasuk, Nehalta B'Ozcha El Nevei Kodshecha. That in order to come close to the Kiddusha, you need this Azza, you need this Oiz, this Aziz of Kiddusha, Shehu Bechinas koilois And one of the forms of Aziz Dikdusha is the screaming that's done on Rosh Hashanah, on Yom Kippur, the singing, the, loud, the louder davening. And Rabbein Azal explains there in the Kutimran that in order to be Zoycha to this Aziz Dusha, you need Simcha. The Pasik says, Ki chedva joy with Hashem, that's your oids. That's what gives you this Aziz Dusha. Hanase, which is generated, me from the <laughs> and Ravina explains there that the way that a person is to get to the highest levels of nasa and is by going through a Yerida which is tachles soalia. Because through the tshuva process, our aveiros become zechuios. And all of this is explained very, very thoroughly and clearly over there in chapter 22 in Likut Imran. Ayin shom heitev. Look it over well, because Rav Nassar I was giving it to you in, 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 in bullets, in very short bullets here. <laughs> the alkane. And therefore, besoif sukkahs, at the end of the holiday of Sukkus, Bigmar ha when we're completing the chaysems on Hoshana Rabbah, when we're putting that second chaysem on, Sefer Ela on the night of Hoshana Rabbah, we read the entire Chumish Dvarim, which begins with those words. These are the Dvorim which Moshe Rabbeinu spoke. Shehu And as we said in the previous year, this Ela Hadvorim is merames to what surrounds the mitzvahs in the Torah. In, in, all the, in most of the portions in the Torah, you have the actual mitzvah itself. Do this and this. Don't do this and this. But before that, you have Vayeda Hashem And Rabbi Nezal shows there in the Imran that most people think that that's almost unnecessary. They don't know that that's a higher level of Torah. That's Sisrei Torah. That's secrets of Torah, where in an obvious way, you don't see any great depth there. But the Sifrei Kabbalah, the tzaddikim know that that's where there's the higher level of Torah, the Nishma. Ho The highest level of Naseh Shehi Bechinas Avoynois where when a person gets to that very high place, over there, the sins get converted to, to mitzvahs. through that very high level nas Remember, when did the Jews say nas They said it when they received the Torah on Shavuos. But that Torah, those luchos were shattered. They got the second luchos on Yom Kippur. So Yom Kippur is also a kabola ha Yom Kippur is also a nasa venishma. It's not just also a nasa venishma, it's the higher nasa venishma on Yom Kippur. And the nasa, through nasa simcha, because again, we said that when they said nasa the malachim put crowns on their heads, one crown for nasa, one crown for nishma. And crowns are simcha. The Pesach says, al eternal simcha, on your head, al that that's the, that's the keser. Any questions, please? We have one in the chat, please. Question, is it actually explained anywhere in Sforim how one can serve Hashem through sentences like Vayedabra Hashem al the answer is yes. In the Hasidic Asfarin, all of the Hasidic Asfarin, you'll find very often that they will give an explanation for these types of sentences in the Torah, and they'll show you exactly how it relates to the Pasuk after it or the posik before it. <laughs> Paragraph your days, the Alcain. Miyat achar sukois oisen simchastoira. And now we understand why after Hishanarabhah, after the whole Yantif of Sukhas is completed, we celebrate what we call Shminyatseras Simchastoira. She bhinas the Simchas Oilom al-Roisham. That's the Simcha that Rabbein is all speaking about there on the Kutamran. Kali Dey Na Sivanishma She Zochinu because through the Nasvanishma that we were to in all of these days, throughout the month of Elul, and Rosh Hashanah, and Aserah Yimei Tshuva, and Yom Kippur, and Sukkot, shehem Iker Bechinas Kabola HaTorah Kanal, that's the real receiving the Torah. When we, when we proclaim Nasah Venishma, Ayideh Zeh, Zorichin LeSimcha. Rabbein Azal shows in the Kutimran that through that a person is Zorichet simcha, Bechinas Simchas Torah. That's the Simchas Torah that we celebrating at the end of all of these days. Bechinas, the Simchas al Roishon, Hanemar al-Shnei ha This is the what the Pasuk refers to as the Simcha on their head, which the Torah is referring to the two crowns. This refers to those two crowns that the Jewish people were crowned with. At Har Sinai, when they said those words, "Nasav Nishma," ki besimcha Torah k'dein shavia at Torah bereish kol tzadik, kamo the Tikunei Zohar tells us that in in the in the word in the style of the Tikunei that on Simcha is when there is a crown placed upon the tzaddik. I and Shon take a look over there in the Tikkun Zoeh. Hainu Haksorim Hanal. This is related to the crowns that Rabbenazal refers to in Likuti Maran, Hanasin Minasiv ishma, which are generated through our Nasiv and Isma, Shahein Ikar, Hasimchoshil Simchastoira. And that's the real joy of Sim Chastoira. The real joy of Simchastoira is. How we accepting the Torah anew with this attitude of Nasa venishma that we trust Hashem completely, that the Torah Hashem is giving us is only for our benefit. And therefore we say, Nasa, Hashem, we're committed, we'll do everything, Vinishma. And then when you have a chance, you'll you'll explain it to us. We'll understand it better. Nishma in this context means we'll understand it. When a person says, I hear you. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying means. I understand what you're saying. Now, Rav Nossam is going to explain the, the custom that we have on Simchas Torah that we read the last parsha. We go all the way to the end of the Torah, those last words, and then we go back to the beginning. We read from Barashas, all the way from the beginning. Because each and every single year, we have to start again, make a new beginning in our relationship with the Torah. What do we mean by that? I I read this, we read this last year. We read this two years ago. What's new? The answer is that each and every single year, a person has to strive to achieve a higher level than last year. Because there are 70 levels in the Torah. The East, and Rabbeinazal writes in chapter 60 in the Kudim Ram, that these 70 levels in the Torah correspond to the 70 years of a person's life, a standard life. Which means that every single year that a person is living in this world, we're supposed to try to achieve a new level. Of one of these shivim ponim la Torah, bechinas nasev nishma a new nasev lahasik shabbat Torah, bechol pam What do we mean by this? We mean we're trying to get to know things that we didn't know before. We're trying to be masik the nistoris, the hiddenness of the toira. When a person first starts off learning, everything is hidden to them. They don't know anything yet. But as a person is growing, they're learning more and more, and they're getting to know more things that they didn't know earlier. Until they get to the peak, the number 70 is Begematria Soid, the word Soid, which means secrets, the secrets of Torah. And we are involved in trying to accomplish this throughout the entire year. Each and every single day, and every week, and every month, we're trying to get to know new Torah, new things that we didn't learn before, new things that we didn't know before. In the format of NASA and Nishma, to get to know, new things that we didn't know before, a new nishma, b'chinas hanistar, that which is hidden, ad hashona, to the point where at the end of a year, yisrael b'chlal he nishma chodesh. the entire Jewish nation is, is getting to a certain completion. We're completing fifth grade and we're going up to sixth grade and we're being masig a new nishma, And we're making, we're turning the nishma into naseh. We're turning something that we didn't know before into something that we do now know. We're learning. And since we converted the nishma to naseh, now we have to get a new nishma, as we've learned earlier. And this explains this custom that we finish the Torah and we start away, we start right away from the beginning again. Because coming to the end of the Torah implies that we've learned everything we can learn for this year. And within this category, in fifth grade, we've converted all the nishmas to Nasa. We've taken the entire fifth grade curriculum. We've learned the whole thing. When we first started out in fifth grade, we didn't know anything, any of this stuff. Throughout the year, we're learning more and more until we get to the end, and we've completed the entire fifth grade curriculum. Sheze b'chinas klolias liberacious adlanicalis trowl this 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 means we've gone from liberacious from the beginning to lanicalis trowl to the end liberacious who beginas maimar shollen because as we learned earlier in previous shurein here based on chapter 20 201 beracious is called maimar shollen Bora is called Chatsi bereshis is Maimar Shoin, Nishma. Beratis is referred to as Nishma, that highest level of the Torah. Because when we're at the starting gate, when we are first beginning to start the Torah, we're up to the base of Bereshis At that point, the Torah is Hashem's Torah, meaning we haven't acquired it yet. It's not ours yet. We haven't learned it yet. We're all the way at the beginning. us, nishma. It's all nishma to us. And then we start working at it and toiling in the Torah. U'me misin And we kill ourselves to learn Torah. That's the terminology used in the Gemara. The Gemara says that a person doesn't really acquire Torah unless the person is prepared to kill themselves for the Torah. To the point where we're to get to know it, we take the entire Nishma of of that level and convert it to Naseh. We learn all of it nasis Torah soy, and then it becomes our Torah. It becomes my Torah. I learned everything I could possibly learn on this level. That's the concept of completing the Torah, finishing the Torah. The last words in the Torah, What this is showing us is that we were going to take what was originally Nishma to us and convert it to Naseh. To the point where all of Klal Yisrael at the, at the end of a full year, at the end of a full cycle, we're hoping that all of Klali Yisrael, whoever was studying Torah, they, they were successful in converting their nishma tenaseh. And Rabbi Mesutov says that's why it says, Le'enei kol Yisrael, that again, the Torah has been viewed by the eyes of all of Klal Yisrael. We've been learning it throughout the whole year. Now, Rav Nossel Zal goes a little further back in that last passage. Before the words Kol it says there all the awesome, great things that Moshe Rabbeinu did before the eyes of the entire Jewish people. This Moira Hagodol Moira is Miloshin Yira. Bechinas nishma, shuhu Yera. yira. Rabbeinazal said over there in chapter 22 in the that nishma is associated with yira. Bechinas b'reshis, because we said that nishma is b'reshis, and b'reshis is yore Boishis. Veracious is yira, b'usha. Kimavur shomamai as Rabbeinazal explains over there in chapter 22. this is what the Pesach is telling us Hamoira Hagadol Asher Daika, the great Yira which Moshe Rabbeinu generated. Who specifically Moshe Rabbeinu. Why? Moshe Rabbeinu is Israel. was the one who lit up our eyes. The and he's the one who taught us that which was originally hidden from us. He's the one who helped us convert all the nishma into naseh, to take all of those things that we didn't know before and to get to know it, to get to understand it. Now Rav is showing us in this posik itself, you have nishma and naseh, because l'chol ha is Yira, which is Bereshis, which is Nishma. Asher also Moshe, also is Nasa is Asiya. He's showing you in this Pasuk you have a remez to Nasa and Nishma. Also daika Nasa Naseh, zehu l'einei b'nei Yisrael, shegilo l'einei glain kol base Yisrael es hatora ha Moshe Rabbein is the one who revealed to the eyes of all of Kali Yisrael, the hidden Torah, the Torah that was hidden from us that we didn't know. And Moshe Rabbeinu helped make, at turn our nishma into naseh. From that which was originally hidden from us, it became revealed to us. Nimsa, we conclude therefore, that if you take a look at that final posse of the Torah, it's hinting to us this concept that Rabbeinazal says over there in the about converting nishma into nasa. And this explains why the moment we finish the Torah, we have to go to the, back to the beginning. We have to start from the beginning again. Why? Because the moment a person succeeds in converting nishma into Israel, which means the eyes of all of Chai which means I see, I do see. What's hidden from me is not Leinei Chol Yisrael. Leinei Yisrael means that I see it clearly. So the moment we succeed in converting nishma to nasa, that I see everything I can on this level, azai yeshlem nishma chodosh. The person is immediately given a new nishma. The person converted their nishma into Naseh, they get a new nishma. This is the terminology used here. In other Torahs, it speaks about a makif and a pnimi. Makif is that knowledge which is outside of my brain, it's like a halo outside of the brain, a circle outside of the brain. P'nemi is that knowledge that's already in my brain. And Zal says our mission in this world is to convert the makif into pneimi and get a new makif. Every time you succeed in converting your makif to pneimi, you get a new makif. It, it it's it moves, it, the, the conveyor belt moves. so we get a new nishma shehu bekhinas derichus and we saw before that berichus is marameh on nishma berichus is yore boishis yera which is the level of nishma as Zal shows there with kituran utrikhen takeh lachsor lehistadel usegla laso is nishma kodosh bekhinas nase so now what's our mission our mission is to take this new nishma that we just received and convert that into Naseh. V'alkein maschilin miyad barashis. And this is why we immediately start the Torah anew from barashis. Shehu bechinas nishma hechadosh. The word barashis represents that new nishma that we just received. Sheh nutzrichen lehasvel b'shon hazois lehasig hanishma hechadosh. So that this new year now, we want to try to achieve this new nishma and convert it from nishma to naseh, me nister mi barashis from barashis, which is a hidden statement. The Gemara calls barashis, maimarsosum, ad la'ine kol Yisrael. We want to get to la'ine before the eyes of everybody, that everybody can see it clearly it should be revealed before the eyes of all of Khali Israel, Bikinas Nigla, which is the concept of revelation. Mm-hmm. What's the practical meaning of converting converting it the and then going up? What does that mean for a, Practical question, what is the practical meaning of converting Nishma Tanasa? It's taking anything that I don't know yet, something that I don't know, that I don't understand is Nishma for me. It's nistar. Studying it, working on it till I get to know it. And then I've converted that Nishma Tanasa. And and a new Nishma winds up in front of me. Because we have to picture this as an automated system, Kavioko. It's a, you know, Hashem has everything on a conveyor belt. And, and we're over here, and something moves, some, something moves to every time I learn something and I understand it, it goes into my brain, I acquire that, and now things, now I get a new Nishma. Now I have to work on learning that and converting that into nasa. and And this is my whole life. I'm trying to grow every single day. That's in learning Torah. That's in levels of tefillah and in levels of in Hashem. I daven shachris this morning. I don't want tomorrow's chakras to be today's shachris. Otherwise, what is that? what do I need tomorrow for? I did it already. My tomorrow chakras has to be better than today's. I'm going to try to have more kavan. I'm going to try to put my heart into it more. I'm going to, all of those things. That's that's this process of converting nishma to nasa. Isn't the question in the chat, isn't there a difference between makif and p'nimi on the one hand and nasa Vanishma on the other hand? Isn't the level of p'nimi is about internalizing some new knowledge while nasa is being able to do something to serve Hashem? The answer is nasa Vanishma can have multiple meanings. One of the meanings which we're focusing on here right now is, this, this example of learning new things, converting a makif into a penimi. Nasavanishma can also be, nasa can be toira and nishma is tefila, as Rabbi Nizal also says there in, in the Likutei Moran. But one of the explanations of naseh which we're discussing here, is similar to the concept of makif and penimi. Paragraph Yud-Gimel, Listen to this now. The Gemara tells us that in the Beis Hamikdosh, you had the Koihanim doing their job, you had the Levim doing their job, and you had a group of Yisraelim representing the entire Am Yisrael. The Kohanim had their functions. The Levim handled the singing and the musical instruments, and the opening the doors and the mo- and closing the gates. The Israelim were told would read Parshas Bereshis and Parshas Hazinu while the korbanos were being brought. Why? Why Barashas and Hazinu? Because the the function of these korbanos is to help forgive for our sins. And when a person brings a carb on the right way and does all the things they're supposed to do, the sin gets converted to a zchus. Which Rabbi Nezal explains over there in the Kutub that the way we accomplish that is through nasa v'nishma, shehu toira nase is toira and nishma is Tfila. Canal, as we discussed earlier, Nish, nishma lishmoya el horino ve'el ha So tefilah is nishma and Rabbeinu Zal show that toira is naseh. V'alkein, hoya v'beis ha toira u And this is why in the beis amikdosh, you had both. You had a combination of toira and tefilah. Ki ikra amikdosh, nikra v'beis Because the main name of the beis amikdosh, the Beis HaMikdosh is called a Beis Tfilah. the Tfilosi. Hashem says, "I will give them joy in my house of prayer," which refers to the Beis Hamikdash. Kishom, oilin kol hatfilos, because as Rashi Hakadosh points out in Bereishis chapter twenty-eight, that's where all the tfilos go up to heaven from the Beis HaMikdosh the whole her carbonois semikhin is fevar shuhubim kan carbon and all of the carbonois are like prayers because we know the gemara tells us that today we don't have carbonois our prayers are a substitute for the carbonois the alkane shon davai samiktosh show you has a hydrogen yishtem davai skem batayrot so davai we just showed is fevar 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 in addition, in the base Midrash, you had the greatest rabbis studying Torah on the highest level, the Sanhedrin Hagidola, the highest level, the Supreme Court, because their mission was to convert Tfila into Torah, Mehanishma Naseh, to make from Nishma into Naseh, V'Alkein Anshe Hamayimot Hayu Oyskin BeParshas nishma, Nishma This explains why the An-shei Maimad were involved in, in speaking, say, reading Parshas Bereshis, which is nishma, as we said before. Nishma naseh. Because what we're trying to accomplish in the base of Mikdash is to turn the nishma into naseh. We're trying to convert the Tfilah, the karbonah, the Tfilah. Into Torah to make Torah from it, which Torah the highest level Torah, the Torah that these great Sadikma the Sun Heaven taught. And I'll showed there in the Kutimran that it's through this Nasa Venishma, through this process of converting Nishma to Nasa, this is what helps our sins to be forgiven. And that's what the Parsha Hazinu is all about, like we learned in the previous year, the Song of Hazinu. Our, it, that's all about our sins getting converted to mitzvahs. If you recall, in the previous year, we showed that Hazinu is all toichacha. It's Moshe Rabbeinu rebuking Klal about all of our sins, about all of the bad things and everything. But it's called Shiras Hazinu because when Moshe Rabbeinu gives he gives it with love. He gives it in a way that gets us to do a real tshuva, in a way that gets us to convert the Averis into mitzvahs. So we had shown in the previous year shir that Shiras Hazinu was an example of the Averis getting converted to mitzvahs. Moshe <laughs> through the great power of Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu is to achieve the highest, highest level of that a human being can achieve. As we discussed this earlier in paragraph Yud. Now, Rab'nosah alayids. Now you understand why when the Gemara speaks about the function of the Yisraelim and the Beis Hamikdash, it calls it Ma'amadris. The reading of those portions of the Torah, the reading of Parshas Barashas and Hazinu that the Yisraelim did while the Karbonis were being brought, it's called Ma'amodos. Ki Ein amido el-tfila. Because the Gemara tells us in Brachas that the term Amida refers to Trulah, especially the Shmoneh Esrei. The Sparadim called the Shmoin Amida, the prayer called Amida, because we're standing. As Rabbi Nizal writes in chapter 22 regarding the Gemara towards the end of Megillah, where the Gemara says, Bimei Gamliel, toira ba during the time of Ram Gamliel, they had such respect for the Torah that they wouldn't sit when they were learning Torah. They would stand when they were learning Torah. And Rabbeinu Zal says when, he, when they were learning Torah ba'amida means they were converting tefillah into Torah because amida is tefillah. They were learning Torah ba'amida means they were converting nishma Tanasa, They were going higher and higher levels. Ayn shem. Take a look in Torah Chavayim and Likutei Moranu where Rabbeinu Zal shows this. Because these Anshe Maimad, as they were called, the Israelim, who were there in the Bay Samikdash, supporting this whole process of Karbonis, they were standing over the Karbonos and involved in Torah in reading portions of the Toira. And they were. Converting the nishma, the tefila, the karbanais, they were converting it to amida. I'm sorry. Bechinas uh, amida. Uh, amida is also tefila in this context. They were converting the amida the the nishma, the tefila, the Karbonis, the amida, ki avoidas ha karbonos va hoyu ba-amida. because you weren't allowed to sit while you were doing any of the procedures of the karbonis. You're supposed to stand when you're doing the karbonis. and tefila is also ba amida. The main tefila shmonesra is ba amida, toira, and they were making this. They were converting tefila, nishma, or kabbah into toira. By, by reading these portions of the Torah. And this is, Rabbi Nizal explained over there in the Kutumran, that the way a person gets their Averis forgiven is by converting nishma into Nasa all the time, by going to higher and higher levels. How? Through the procedure of the Krabonis, which involved the Koyhanan, the Leviim, the Israelim, which was a combination of Torah and Tefillah. And this is really the theme throughout all of Breslau Hasidus, and it's the theme throughout Yiddishkeit, if you want to be honest, that if you want to define Yiddishkeit in its most simple terms, what is it? It's Torah and Tefillah. The Torah is all Tariyat Mitzvahs. The Torah is everything... And, and tefillah, that combination, that's the winning combination. That's how Rabbeinazal begins Likut Imran. The opening sentence in Likut Imran is mm-hmm. that the secret to having all your tfilois accepted is the toira. And Rabbeinazal stresses throughout Likut Imran that in order to daven, that 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 in order in order to learn you need to be mispalel. In order to daven you need to know torah. You need to know what to daven for and how to daven. So these two are inseparable, and these two are a are a shleimus, a real shlemus. Baruch Hashem. With this we complete this halacha. Halacha days. Any questions, please? Once again, what Rav Nosizel did in this halacha is he showed us he went through the Yom Entedin, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, and showed us how all of it corresponds beautifully to what Rabbi Nizel teaches us in Torah of and Likudim Rami. All the different procedures that Rabbi Nizel explains in Torah of follow parallel what's going on during Elul, Rosh Hashanah, and of that. And then he showed us how what took place in the day Samikdash parallels exactly the Seder that Rabbein explains in Torah of Beis and Likut Imran. This is what Rabbein is doing. He's using the Likut Imran as an overlay over the whole Shulchan Aruch, over the whole Yiddishkeit. He's looking at Yiddishkeit through the eyes of Likut Imran and showing us how in each chapter in Likut Imran, is mapping out all the holidays, all the mitzvahs, everything, the entire Yiddishkeit. Baruch Hashem. Any questions? Halacha <laughs> Gimel. This is going to be one of the exceptional cases where Rav Nassar is going to use Sippur mysias to explain the mitzvah of writing a Sefer Torah. There is a positive commandment in the Torah for every single Jew to write for himself a Sefer Torah. Even if his parents or his grandparents left him a Sefer Torah, still each and every one of us has to have our own Sefer Torah written. If a person acquires a Sefer Torah and he doesn't write anything in it, he doesn't improve anything, doing do anything in it, it's like grabbing a mitzvah. That's not really doing it properly. And we expect, because you're supposed to write the Sefer Torah yourself, or at least to write one letter or to fix, to repair one letter. And in that way, get credit as if you did the whole Sefer Torah, because if a Sefer Torah is missing one letter, or if one letter is is, is wrong, the whole Sefer Torah is puzzled. So by by writing one letter or repairing one letter, it's as if the person wrote the entire Sefer Torah. Hashem, there are people among my friends who have had one sefer Torah, a second Torah, a third sefer Torah written. Halavay, all of us should have this incredible tzuchus to to write Sefret Torah and to donate them to shuls or yeshivas where they're being used on a regular basis. It's an incredible tzuchus for the person or the parents or the grandparents, whoever it is, in whose name they dedicated the sefer Torah. But as we said, very often what's done is, it's, it's, it's leased to the shul, it's being given to the shul, the, the shul owns the usage of it, but the person who had the sefer Torah written retains the ownership, it's my sefer Torah, I'm giving it to the shul for them to use. Now Rabbi Nossel says, Al pi ha the explanation we're going to be giving here in this next halacha is based on the awesome story, the 13th story in Sippur HaMaisius, which is the story of the seven betlers, where it speaks about a, a couple they are getting married and the Sheva brachas that they celebrated. <clears throat> and on each day of the Sheva brachas, one of these seven betlers appears and tells them an incredible, he gives them a, a gift and he tells them an incredible story. Now, here we're going to be focusing on the fifth day of the Sheva Brachas. Whereby the, the bettler that was a hunchback, he looked like he was a hunchback. He looked like he was bent over. And he explained to them his the incredible level that he had, the, the ability that a, a little bit can contain a lot, can hold a lot. <laughs> In the story there, we hear a few different people saying, I am, I have I can show that I am a That there's something about me which looks small, but really is huge, gigantic. And each one of those people gives an example. One of them, for example, that it's a little bit unpleasant, but the, the, the person shows there's a mountain, a whole mountain of waste matter, of excrement. And the person says, I am a mu'at matzik samaruba because I generated all of this. This one person generated this mountain. You can imagine it's not something to be so proud of. That doesn't show he's a big tzaddik or he's a big success. And each one, their mention shows his level of muat samaruba. And then the betler says, all of this is is tiny. I'll explain to you. I'll show you my muat samaruba. Ki hu because the betler is on a higher level than all of them. Ki hu zochel lebechinas muat samaruba. She ha legamri, he was to the highest, the maximum maximum that a person could achieve of mu'it maqsikis hamaruba. Shemi at the all the way at the end of mokoy. Moko means place. Shemishomulamala ein that he was to that the to contain. To encompass the entire mokim, the entire world, and all of the worlds, so that the the only thing above him is lemalam going above the concept of space. <speaking in Hebrew> and therefore, he was the one who was able to bring the people to this incredible, holy, awesome tree, which is lemalam which is above the concept of space, as Rabbein shows there in the story. And Rabbein said there that that tree has three roots. One of the roots of that tree is emuna. the second one is Yira, and the third one is Anava, humility. The MS, Guth And the the trunk of the tree is emes. And from that tree go forth branches. And on those branches are found all the different birds of the whole world. And all the animals of the world are under the shade of that tree. Rabbi Rabbi says study that chapter in the story study it from beginning to end, ayin sham look it over well, Ubeinyan hakat shechakru And also, especially, regarding that group of people who studied carefully everything going on in the world, and they came to the realization that there is this special tree that we just spoke about. Interesting. My Rebbe, Reb of when when he was building the cloys, the main shul in Uman, and there was a, a young man at the time, Nachum Solars, who was a carpenter and builder by profession, and he built the aron for the shul—a gigantic wooden aron kodesh, maybe 30 feet high, because the the, the ceiling in the cloys there is very high. A big, beautiful aron kodesh that was built with. Tremendous Messi's nefesh, And then there was a question about the parichis, the curtain, the white curtain on the parichis. What picture should it have on what should it have on it? And Michal said he wanted this. He wanted on the paraichis this tree, a picture, uh, uh, an an artist uh, rendering of this tree with these with these roots and the trunk of the tree, it should say it on it. You Know paralleling this story, and this is the parochus on the Arun Kodesh, in the clays and Uman that we've been using for the past 30 years. All Hashkacha that we're learning this right now as we're getting ready for Rosh Hashanah, we should be. I'll try to cover that story, that part of the story tomorrow before we go into this halacha. We'll read that story quickly, maybe. And then we'll go into the halacha where Abnasazal is going to give us incredible insights as to what that story is really all about, you know, related to our Avodah Sashem. Just a moment. Question that in chapter seven in Likutimran. Rabbein says there that a person cannot get to emuna without Emes. Why is it that now he's saying that emuna is one of the roots and Emes is the trunk? Stay tuned. When we, when we describe the tree and, and everything, hopefully we'll get an understanding. And again, you need to know the rule that sometimes things are relative. That in one place, it'll appear that, that, that this is the lower level and that's the higher level that this is the starting point and that's the ending point. And in another place in a different context, it it changes. It's not a contradiction anyway. It's relative to what the discussion is at that point in time. to absorb what we're learning here. we should be we're, we're in Ella now. the the train has left its its uh, point of origin and we're headed towards Simcha Torah. I spoke at a Sheva Brachas last night, and, and I mentioned that Rav Nosah Zahar writes in a few places that what's the, ta- the Tachlis is always, what's the finish line? What's the Shlemus? We're in Elul, and they're blowing the shofar every day, in and, and we're trying to do Tshuva, we're trying to get a little more serious, and then we're going to go to Erev Rosh Hashanah, which is very serious, and then Rosh Hashanah, which is more serious, and then Aseres Yemet Shuva, and then Yom Kippur, which is even more serious. And, and, and then what? And the Shulchanara tells us that when you're leaving Shul at the end of Yom Kippur, you're supposed to leave Shul with a big smile, with tremendous simcha, tremendous joy. That, that I, I believe and I'm confident that Hashem has accepted my tefillah, all the Avodah, and that Hashem has forgiven all of our sins. And we're starting with a brand new clean slate. And that's how we go into Sukkot, which is Man Simcha That's the Tachlis. The Tachlis is Simcha. The Tachlis of all the avoid of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur and the Shaifer and the fasting and everything. The Tachlis of all of that is Simcha. We should be to you get to the finish line, to the Simcha, to the Keser, to the Gula. It's brought that the word Goal in Atbash is Keser. So, the Kessler Simcha, we should deserve it to be the Simcha, and through that to be it to the Gula Shleimer, the Heir of Yemeno, Amen, Yemen.